And we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Matthew Paris Show. I'm your host, Matthew Paris. My guest today is uh, comes with us from the, the great city of Oakland. He's a big Raiders fan. Please, let's uh, introduce Sam Black. Sam, how are you today? Good? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Yeah, no, I, I have a friend from uh, Fremont, California. He's a big Raiders fan. I'm going to I'm gonna send him the show after this so uh, to hear what he has to say. So uh, I'm happy to talk Raiders with you. Shout out to Fremont. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get into it. Uh, let's talk about the Raiders. Um, draft picks for the, uh, for the LV Raiders. We'll get into that in a minute. They're not from Oakland anymore. We'll get into that in a little while. But right. what, are, what are your thoughts on their draft picks? Well, it's kind of – well, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, the draft picks – Raiders don't really draft well. You know, mm-hmm. we – kind of we kind of hit and miss with our drafts it looked like they addressed some of the some of the needs on defense i'm not really confident with this whole regime that's going on right now so at the end of the year last year how everything kind of played out i had mm-hmm. to take a mental break and check out on the Raiders right after the whole Derek carr situation and mm-hmm. and the draft and Tom Brady being a minority owner and just all mm. kind of stuff. So uh, I, I looked at the draft. I just want to see how it kind of translates on the field. I, I I don't get really too high on the draft picks when it comes to the Raiders. The last time I got high on the draft pick was Derek Carr, and I thought that was a steal for us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk about Carr for a minute. Um of course, uh, I'm from Houston, so I'm a big Texans fan. You know, yes, the only way we had a we had a really great uh, draft picks. You know, with Will Anderson and C.J. Stroud, and hopefully, you know, uh, the Texans can't get any worse. Hopefully, they can, all all they could go is up. So, um, but um, back to the Raiders real quick. H- how do you feel about? Uh, I mean, you said you like David Derek Carr. Uh, we used to have David Carr for the Texans. Yeah. You remember that? Yes, we sir. had his old brother David. So. Uh, how, how do you feel about Derek? I mean, do you, I mean, are you, are you sad about that? Are you, are you happy about that? I mean, I think, I think you just said you liked him. So what, what's going on there? Yeah. The, I, the Raiders, their, their fan base is really the Derek Carr thing. They, they're scapegoating Derek Carr. Uh, I really, I don't think he was the reason why we weren't uh, achieving that we were underachieving. Matter of fact, I think he held the franchise down for a long time, actually, and we kind of wrong. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't like the move at all. Uh, like I said, like fractured the fan base, and, and, it's, mm-hmm. and it's obvious. I've never seen the fan base be like like the way it is right now. I wish him all the luck. I, I I'm going to continue to fight. I, like I said, he's a good he he he's a consummate Raider to me. You know, and it's just sad to see him go out like this. But then again, it's par for the course when it comes to the Raiders because we had similar situations with Marcus Allen, um, you know, even Khalil Mack, the way we uh, pushed him out. Um, you know, even yeah. when we were getting ready to do uh, uh, Tim Brown, you know, we, him and De- um, Al Davis were having problems. So it's, it's par for the course for the Raiders to kind of act like that. But I, I'm going to miss him, and I'm pretty sure we're going to miss him too, even though we might not admit it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought uh, – I mean, there was one time there were rumors going around that uh, the Texans might even steal uh, Derek Carr for a second. 
There was mm-hmm. rumors going around about that. Um, I, I thought basically he was a pretty good quarterback. I thought he was a pretty good quarterback. I thought the best team, though, uh, that you guys had that could possibly win the Super Bowl was back in the day with uh, the tuck rule where you guys played the New England Patriots in that uh, that frozen uh, playoff game right there. And you guys had a great team. You had Rich Gannon as quarterback. You had Charles Woodson. Um, so let's talk about the tuck rule for a minute. I don't know, I don't know how much you want to talk about that. But um, how, how, <laughs> how do you feel about uh, that rule? They actually just got rid of it, I heard, and there's no more tuck rule anymore. But, how? I mean, how, how, how do you feel about that whole play? Because, honestly, I thought Tom – had fumbled the ball, really. Uh, so, how do you feel? Yeah, he he know he know he he fumbled the ball, but he's he's never gonna admit that. Well, wait a minute. I guess recently he kind of admitted it. <laughs> yeah. but, you know when him and Charles Wisdom was playing around. Um, but in the moment, I wouldn't expect him to. And being a lifelong Raider, that kind of stuff happened to us. You know, like even with the Macklin conception. Uh, reception, um, just all kind of – sometimes it just be like a penalty that causes us not to win games. And and that game was a – that was a hard-fought game by the Raiders. And all we were trying to do is keep the game close and maybe something can happen because we weren't stopping them. And then we made the right play at the right time and it was taken away from us. And, and from that play, I, I've always had a disdain for Tom Brady. I've mm-hmm. just always – even even the Patriots, you know, and so so to watch this whole uh, Las Las uh, Vegas Patriots that we got going on over there, it it it, it kind of like confuses me. Like we're trying to we're trying to emulate them now, and and so <laughs> yeah. the fan base is like forgotten. Even when it was even chirps about Tom Brady even playing quarterback for the Raiders it was actual fans that did not mind even that and and I have and I had a problem with that so the yeah. whole tuck rule thing I don't really I didn't care for it because it was a fumble then they changed the rule and then they changed it again it's, it's yeah. just like it's just part of being a Raider fan it's, it just comes with it <laughs> it's all right try being a uh i was an old houston Oilers fan and we never got to the super bowl our closest came when i wasn't even born yet i was in 1979 uh with dan pastorini as quarterback and oh, he, wow. uh, he got us to, he got us the closest there and uh of course i grew up in the warren moon era and uh well, you know we went to the playoffs all the time but we never we never got there we got to the second round that was about it or the wild card round um so you know but you guys you guys have won it <laughs> yeah so. We haven't won in a while, but we won it. Rich, that Rich Gannon era was a good era for us. Uh, it was just, it just. Remember what I'm saying? Just part of being a Raider fan. We 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 have a good team, and then we played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like that whole run, I was like, let us play anybody but that team. And of course, <laughs> that's we ended up playing. Of course, so. Yeah, that that era was good era. I was season ticket owner, um, PSL owner at during that time, and it it was really really good times. And 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 we were trying to get back to that, and and I think that's why the fan base is fractured so much because we haven't had any real real success since then, and we're we're starving for a Super Bowl, and well, we were starving for a new stadium. 
We were mm-hmm. starving for support from the city. Um, we were starving for support from the actual franchise to the city. Um, so it's kind of like it just it was just a bad situation all the way around. And here we are. But we're hosting the Super Bowl. I don't know if we're gonna be in it, but we're hosting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let's go, let's go back to the tuck rule for a minute. So for people who don't know out there or whoever's watching online and just out and about, um, the tuck rule is basically if a quarterback drops back to pass and he uh let's say he gets hit or he's he's scrambling and he gets uh pressure. If he looks like he's throwing the ball and his uh, and his hand is a forward motion and he and it let's say the ball drops or anything like that, then that means it's an incomplete pass. However, if it looks like he's about to tuck it back into his body and he gets hit and it's and that means it's a fumble, it's right. pretty much the tuck rule. Um, right. So Charles Woodson in the Thirty for Thirty documentary, uh, he was over at Tom Brady's house. The two of them played together in Michigan, so they were right. they were buddies. So once it comes across, hits him, and uh, from what I saw, it they called that play uh, an incomplete pass because they said uh, Tom Brady had forward motion on throwing the ball to somebody. Basically, if you look closely at the film, it looks like he's tucking it back into his body and the ball got knocked out. Um, of course, now we all know what happened. Uh, New England goes up winning, and they go up winning the Super Bowl. So my right. question is, is for you, Sam. Do you think if uh, if Oakland if the Raiders have won that game, do you think they won the Super Bowl that year? Uh, <laughs> well, I would say we would we were supposed to we would be favorite in our minds and hearts too, but then the way our franchise is set up, we might would have came out the next week and stunk up the field. So I don't know to mm-hmm. be honest, but I mean, if you're gonna it, it looked like that was that was one of those games that if we can go to the East Coast, that's always been our Achilles heel, going to the East Coast and playing in a cold-weather game in the playoff. That's why we always, like, end up in the wild-card situation where we always have to travel. So mm-hmm. we felt like that if we can go play in that snow and win that game and steal that game, then our confidence will be so high that we feel like we can – beat any team which we could you know what i'm saying with that kind of confidence the raiders is a confident type team they play to the level of their competition and that's kind of how that feels so i feel like even if we wouldn't have won the super bowl that year which i think we could have what we do know is we wouldn't have started this whole dynasty for the patriots that wouldn't have Mm -hmm. happened that's kind yeah. of how I feel about that. That that started it all off, and and the rest is history. And now Tom Brady is arguably the best player, NFL player ever, best quarterback ever. So mm-hmm. all and it all started there. Absolutely, and, and I'm happy you mentioned that, Sam, because um, they talked about that on Thirty for Thirty. Charles Woodson asked uh, Tom Brady during uh during a game of pool that uh, or billiards that um. You know, Woods had said, if we had won that game, uh, do you think uh, – do you think – he asked Tom, do you think you'd be starting next season? And Tom said, no, I don't mm-hmm. think I'll be starting next season. Because uh, Bill Belichick and uh, Bob Kraft would have said, well, you fumbled the ball. And uh, you might have gotten this far, but you fumbled the ball. See, with Bledsoe, that would have not happened. That's what – that's in Brady's words. Brady would have said that. He said – yeah, that w- that probably would have happened, and I probably he probably wouldn't have gone back to second string. So Woodson did say 
So everything did work out, I think, for the better. That's what Woodson said. And Woodson said, because we never would have seen the greatness of you. You know, uh, Woodson did later on go on and say that uh, he did get his Super Bowl ring. I think he got it with the Green Bay Packers, but he would yeah. have loved to have had one with the Raiders with those guys. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love Charles Woodson. I mean, like, he means so much to the Bay Area, and he's like my favorite player. Even like when I was playing, he he was a player that I emulated. So Charles Woodson, big respect to Charles Woodson. I just didn't like so much him being buddy-buddy with Tom Brady like that because it kind of makes it easier for us to kind of get over it. And I yeah. think that's kind of like how I think they kind of they're promoting it kind of like that too, you know, because mm-hmm. we kind of go with Charles Woodson. So, uh, yeah, I got peacocks yeah. in my neighborhood, and uh, <laughs> you know, big thing about peacocks. That's <laughs> the but yeah, so we so we kind of we love Charles so much that we it kind of like it makes it a little bit easier to uh to stomach. And, and he come, he's been coming out more and more like that, um, but I still feel some type of way. Me personally, I love I love Chuck, but you know I, I still feel so, uh, I still feel some type of way. Yeah, yeah. Um, how did you feel about Rich Gannon as, as a quarterback in his air of the Raiders uh, quarterback? Oh, Gannon was sweet. The thing about Gannon was that he was a, a, a veteran that he understood the game, and the game wasn't like too big for him and and just like a lot of quarterbacks or even just a lot of players that get a chance on their way out the league to play with the Raiders they can, they can you know play at another at a good level and that's what he did and and it was funny because him and Gruden were like around the same age they were like brothers all the time arguing and fighting and mm-hmm. and, and and Gannon was like I'm going to put this team on my back he had the maturity and he and he did. It's just that we fell short um, in the Super Bowl, which was funny because Gannon ended up going against Gruden, and so Gruden ended up getting the last laugh eventually. But I I, I enjoyed that era. I really wish we could have cashed in the Super Bowl during that era. We had some great players during that era. I mm-hmm. mean, like we had like Charlie Garner, Tyrone Wheatley. Uh, you know, they they really were underrated. Then you had Jerry Rice and and um, Timmy B, um, and then, you know, they were playing good. And then not to mention the p- players on the defense, uh, the Raiders, like, the, what was it, Bill Romanowski, even, like, he came yeah, from the Niners. Bill. He came from the Niners, and we embraced him, and he took a, he took the defense to another level. Like, because we we've always had, like, a bottom-of-the-league defense, middle-tier defense. Like, if we could have gave Carr a halfway decent defense, then we, we could we could have went further. But uh, Romanowski during that time, Reagan Upshaw, uh, all those guys, uh, it, it just it, – it felt good. It just felt right, but it just felt so wrong when we ran into Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah, Tampa Bay, uh, you know, gave some – gave you guys some trouble. Um and, you know, I've been there, look, you know, with the Houston teams. Uh, remember in the early 90s? I'm, I'm going to switch it to Major League Baseball here for a minute. But in the early 90s, the Astros used to get uh, get crap from uh, the dynasty of the Atlanta Braves at one time, you know. We used to – we were like, oh, you know, we can't get past the Braves in the 90s. Cause, but the Braves had that dynasty with Greg Maddox and those guys. The uh, pitch was crazy, man. Yeah, man. yeah. <laughs> and Bill Maddox. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, going back to the Raiders real quick. So, yeah, no, Rich Gann I thought was a really good quarterback. I thought he had the potential of being a Super Bowl quarterback, of getting you guys to a Super Bowl. Um, and I even thought Derek Carr had the potential of getting you guys to, to a Super Bowl. Okay. And, I, and you know, it's, it's one of those things that happens. So uh, let's uh, switch it for a moment. How do you feel about the Raiders going to Las Vegas from Oakland? I wanted to ask you about that. I personally, I personally don't like it. Mm -hmm. I understand it's a business, though. Mm -hmm. It is a business. I understand that. And the war that was going on between Oakland and the Raiders is just, it's just crazy because Oakland, Oakland did a lot to get the Raiders back from LA. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and they, and they, they ate a lot of finances in doing so. Mm-hmm. And they were making promises to the Raiders. and the, I mean, the Raiders were making promises to Oakland with the whole uh, PSL, the personal seating license, and generating money and all that other stuff so they can have a new stadium. And then they couldn't raise the money to get a new stadium. And then the city wasn't trying to budge anymore because they kept giving money. And they also told them, well, we'll, we'll absolve your debt. We just need y'all to come with some money. And Mark Davis didn't have no money. And so he ended up going to LA, I mean, Las Vegas. So they have a stadium that's not really their stadium. It's not the Raiders stadium. They're leasing it. So they won because now they're worth more. But, you know, I don't know. A couple years from now, they get to do that Raider thing where they lose for a while. Mm-hmm. They're going to be giving away them tickets with the Blue Man Group. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, I, I personally don't like it for the simple fact that being that I was a Raider fan from the beginning, it's kind of like we have a relationship. It's like I, I, I watch you leave leave me. You go to L.A. You go to L.A. You, you have a kid, so to speak. You get a Super Bowl. You come <laughs> back. We embrace you. And then you leave us again for Vegas. So am I supposed to follow you to Vegas, too? So yeah. I, I'm kind of indifferent about it. So that's why I'm like, uh, and then all the moves that they're making right now is just, it makes it even that much harder. And the mm-hmm. way that they doing, they did Derek Carr, that makes it just, it just makes it just all feel so not right. So I, yeah. I want to, I'm about this close. The fan base made it, is making it so much easier. I'm like this close to just being like, just forget it. Just whatever. I'm just gonna be a fan of players, and but I, I just, I just, I just bleed silver and black. So by default, I'm just gonna always just have that, you know, factuation and love for them. So I, as much as I don't like it, uh, I, I'm just, I'm a Raider still. So absolutely. I mean, you gotta listen. You were born into it, right? You gotta, yeah. you gotta stick with the silver and black always, yeah. always. Even, even in the worst moments, you gotta stick with them. Yeah. You know. It's like me with the Texans and the and the old Oilers, the powder blue and the and the blue and the red and everything. You're just like, guys, blue. come on. <laughs> I, I'm always like, I used to, I liked Houston like back when they had Warren Moon and mm-hmm. was it Earl Campbell? Earl Campbell, yeah, yeah. I mean, and I even liked the the Houston where they what Tony Baselli didn't he play there? Wasn't he they picked there? Was he their first? He, pick? Correct. Yeah, yeah. it was. Uh, yeah, that's correct. When David Carr, poor David Carr, mm-hmm. you know, like they gave him a bad rap because I mean he was a franchise, a new franchise, and they was expecting him 
to to do all these things, but he he taught his brother how to play, and that was and that was a good thing that I liked about Derek was the fact that he was able to read NFL defenses already, which is yeah. hard. Like like a lot of quarterbacks can't read <laughs> NFL defenses, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, of course, I think Tom can do it the best. You know, Tom yeah. and and those guys can do it. Can, Tom's uh, IQ of the game was amazing. Was yeah. amazing. So, and I think that's what really got got him past everybody else was really his IQ of the game. He really he really wasn't the biggest guy. He wasn't the strongest guy. He couldn't fire the ball like really hard, but his IQ of the game was just incredible. Yeah. Not to so. mention a few deflated balls, a few tape games. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. There's always some of that going on, right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, okay, so how does the uh, – since you're from California, you're from Oakland, you were born and, and raised in Oakland, right? Well, I was born in Washington, D.C. My dad was in the military. Uh-huh. So I spent, like, I spent like a couple weeks in Washington, D.C., at then Walter Reed Hospital, that's where the, the, the uh, presidents used to go. But every since then, I was from in Oakland. I wasn't born there, but I definitely was raised there like all my whole life. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Well, let me just say uh, thank you to your father for uh, defending this great nation. Uh, I really do appreciate it. I'm, I'm a big supporter of the military. So thank you very much uh, to your dad. Um, so Washington D.C. So you were never, you never wanted to be a uh, a Redskins fan, or I can't even say, back then it was the Redskins, but I can't even say that yeah. now. It's the Washington uh, Commanders. So yeah, well, you know that was like my second team. It was um, uh-huh. by default, you know, and I, I liked them. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I've always liked it like so much now. I liked them back when it was like uh, what Joe Theismann and. During that yeah. area, different era, um, yeah, and so back then, but not not so much now as much, but because I've I've been so pro Raider, that's kind of right. like, so now as now as me being able to split my time with uh with the Saints now is like is something new to me. Everybody gonna be mad at me this year. They go <laughs> like, oh, you a Derek Carr fan? I'm like, nah, I really I really want to see him do well. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what um so how does the city of oakland feel about oakland losing their football team and and we'll get into it here in a minute with the with the a's possibly right. moving to vegas too um right. how does the city feel i mean are they are they sad about it are they upset about it yeah it's almost like it's not even being talked about now it's like a it's almost like a ghost town now um mm-hmm. Because the Warriors left as well. I mean, the yeah. Warriors left for a good reason. Like they left the the Oracle, as we call it, the Oracle, to to be a big, bigger market in San Francisco, which made sense. They didn't leave the Bay Area; they still in the Bay Area, but they left Oakland. But then, when the Raiders leave, and then with the with the A's possibly leaving, we can understand the A's. I mean, like the A's been playing in that old stadium for i don't know how long low market team if they mm-hmm. if we lose them it's kind of like collateral damage at that point and you know we, we're a real good sports town but we don't have any sports teams anymore and they all just leaving so it's almost like it's it's like no one's speaking about it it's almost like no one cares anymore like yeah. like they're doing the reverse what they do in the reverse boycott 
You see how you see how creative that was. Like we yeah. really do love our sports teams, but what we do understand is with this new with this current administration and then the ones in the past, they're not trying to fund the sports teams um, because they're not bringing in any kind of money, I guess, because everything costs so much out here now that they just don't see the value in it. And now we're just becoming more of like a Silicon Valley t- town and it yeah. and it's really changing the landscape of everything. The the working, yeah, kind of the yeah. just kind of a working man town now, sort of, yeah. you know, with no sports or nothing, you know, because I think I think the city needs the sport. I mean, it's a major city. The, the city needs a sports team, and I think it will, br- you know, sports brings people together, and I think yeah. people need uh, something to root for, you know, so they can't just go to work and then go home or go have a beer or anything like that. They need some to something to talk about, something to root for. Yeah, that's why we're holding on to the Warriors so tough. Because, um, I mean, thank God they actually won some championships yeah. because our, in the Bay Area there was a drought. Mm-hmm. The championships, whether it's football, the Warriors, even the A's, you know what I'm saying? So the the Warriors brought some kind of joy to the, to the area. Uh, but it's even different now that they're in San Francisco because – that that bridge is a big difference. It's a big difference in culture between San Francisco and Oakland. It's a it's a big difference. It is so. Yeah. Uh, it's it's like I said. The Oakland is is it's desolate now. It's like it's empty. It's, yeah. It's almost like it's almost like we were heartbroken. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's it's a uh, it's a sad thing. It is. And I don't think thing. we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna. We're gonna I don't think we're gonna get any teams. We're not going to – I don't think – I don't think – I think it's over for us. I think it's over. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, we'll see. It's uh, – in years to come, we'll see what happens here. But uh, the – certainly with the MLB and the Astros are now playing the athletics in their series. And I remember watching that game last night in Oakland, and there was not a whole lot of people at that stadium. Not a whole lot. There was maybe like, what, 10,000 people at that stadium. So – it's a very hard it's, – and it's not uh, – and I'm from Houston, and I, and I wasn't happy to see that. I like to see yeah. people in the stands and, and cheering for their team. So, um, it's a very hard uh, very hard thing, I know. Um, yeah. How do you feel about uh, Tom Brady being possibly the minority – is he the minority order, owner of uh, – I think so. I think so. Raiders? Yeah. 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 I don't I, – I, bro, I mean, honestly, I don't – it's, it's nothing but love that's keeping me there. That's it. I, I have every logical reason in my mind, even though I have a few emotional ones in my mind that ha- can have me be like, you know what? I'm over it all. Like, forget it. Yeah. I'm just going to be a fan of, of players or I'm going to pick a new squad or something like that, but I just don't feel right with it. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. I mean, like, I just think Mark Davis is just, he, he's the, he's the kid that, the parent, the father left him money in the Lambo and he just mm-hmm. squandering it, like doing yeah. whatever with doing the things that he wouldn't have wanted him to do. That's right. what it seems like. And and I don't know what they're doing, but <laughs> but knowing the Raiders and their pedigree and what we are known to do, I know that we go through these gaps of time where we don't win because you win championships from the 
the the top down, not the player up. From the franchise down, not the player up. And as long as we keep looking the way we're looking, we're not going to win too many games. And it's just going to make it easier and easier for me to just be like, forget this squad. I try to hold on with my heart. But, I mean, it's, it's really tough, especially when they do things like bringing in Tom Brady. That's like a slap in the face. Like, that's almost yeah. like that's almost like having an enemy and then your father passes pass and then you become friends with his enemy and then allow him to come and like put his foot on the couch and on 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 the, on the coffee table and, and and do whatever he wants too so it's like disrespectful mm-hmm. to me yeah yeah well you know Bray's coming in he's uh he's retired now and uh he's got He's got all these deals now, endorsement deals. He, you know, he's signed like a three hundred million dollar deal to be a Fox Sports analysis. He's a my, you know, minority owner of the Raiders now. So he's he's living large. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was gonna mess around and play for a year and play quarterback for the Raiders. I, I was, I wasn't just that open to it because the fan base was even crying for it. So I, I, I like I said, I I'm confused at this point. I I, I got PTSD. <laughs> yeah yeah um so let's switch right now let's switch to uh baseball real quick of course i mentioned the oakland a's uh oakland could possibly be losing their baseball team now um there's not a whole lot of people going to the stadium there's about ten thousand people out there there was that last night's game against the houston astros uh the astros ended up winning that game i believe it was six to five six to five what, yeah was it six five yeah so yeah. um i watched a little bit of that game at the beginning of it but what um so, you know, it, now they, Vegas is going to take all the Oakland teams. It could possibly take the uh, the athletics. I mean, how how do you feel? How how do people feel about that? I'm I'm happy about that part. Um, mm-hmm. I lived in Vegas for like seven years. Did you? Um, yeah, and which is funny too is because during that Rich Gannon era, is I lived in Vegas then, so I used to travel back and forth um, like every other weekend for the home games and. Mm-hmm. Vegas is it's nice. I mean, like, if the Raiders were to go somewhere, Vegas was a good place to be. You know, it's not that yeah. far. It's it's somewhere that we in the Bay Area do you know frequent. It's closer to it's close to L.A. too, so you can kind of join the fan bases that way. So okay, there's there. So I'm not just gonna poo poo all on the Raiders move. That was a good <laughs> move. Now for for the for the uh, for the A's, it's an excellent thing. It's mm-hmm. excellent for the A's. It, 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 Las Vegas is a lively town, and I mm-hmm. think that people will embrace them. I mean, we love the A's too. It's just that they they they're forced to play in that 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 stadium that is terrible. Um, yeah, it just it, that's just what it is. So I think Vegas for them is great. I think it's smart. Vegas has went from like a, a adult town to now a sports. In, Sports town because mm-hmm. now they got the aces that won the championship there. Um, that their hockey is doing good, yeah. The hockey's uh, doing well, hockey just won yeah. a championship, right? Um, yeah, so the Raiders of uh, the A's go there. Hopefully, the A's can win. The Raiders, you know, they're next on the list to win a championship. I mean, like that'll just solidify Vegas as a bona fide sports town if the Raiders can go in and do that within the next five years or so. But I think they're going to be in under mediocrity for the next two, three years, four years. 
Yeah, I mean, let's let's see what they do. Let's see what happens. It's yeah. uh, it's um, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to see if the A's go there, go there, and, and they're breaking new ground on the stadium. Have yeah. you seen the blueprint? For the yeah, and it, it's beautiful. I mean, it like is. it's perfect it's for really baseball. Nice. Perfect for yeah. baseball. I, I'm not mad at it at all. The A's deserve it. They deserve it. I mean, like yeah. they were the little, they were the little brothers that always got ignored, and it just came to a point where everybody's just fed up. They can literally give away tickets and people aren't going to go to the game. And it's not because of the A's. It's not because of even – it ain't even because of the stadium because we love the Coliseum because there's so many memories in that Coliseum, but it's just not It's just not competitive for the rest of the of Major League Baseball, and, and it's embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. And there's not, yeah, there's not a whole lot of people going there. I heard uh, Oakland fans have gone into the bathroom because the ballpark is so old that there's rats in the restroom. So yeah. it's, uh, it's yeah, like, yeah. They, they, they've been having a, a a problem with. I mean, players used to complain about the the sanitation like years ago. Like, oh my, mm-hmm. like playing there though. Like people people didn't want to talk bad about it because they wanted to have respect for it because they understand it. It was bigger than just the players but uh it's just that 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 stadium is like probably if not the oldest is definitely one of the top three oldest stadiums all the way it, around, yeah. all around so yeah i mean and we don't have any money to give them a new one because we haven't won anything so it's just a bad yeah. situation to be in yeah yeah it's uh it's crazy and you know the city of houston has, has had that too with the uh, oilers moving to Tennessee and becoming the Tennessee Titans and stuff like that. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bad situation. All right. Uh, just a couple more questions. Let me mention this real quick though. Um, the U S women's national soccer team is going on. We have the women's world cup happening. Uh, the United States women is going, I think for their third straight world cup title. So good luck to them. They did end up being Vietnam last night or yesterday, three to zero. So we're still on for the hunt. I think we have the net, the women's team has the Netherlands next. So good luck to them. Uh, good luck to uh, players like Alex Morgan and, and and those girls and those women, I should say. And uh, so, yeah, let's bring home a, another title, a third title. Yes, please um, do. Go USA. Yes. Go USA. Team USA. Yes, um, yes. A couple more questions. Uh, I have to always have to ask this. Your favorite uh, sports movie? Oh, my favorite sports movie? Yeah. Uh oh. Other than uh, other than major leagues, the major leagues, for the love of the game, I really love that movie. I love. You that like movie. that movie? Costner. Yeah. yeah. Great movie. Great movie. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Hoosiers. I like Hoosiers a lot. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. See, then it's the football movies too, like the program. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm, you know what, yeah. Sam? I'm happy you mentioned the program. A lot of people don't talk about that movie. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was I a really love good that movie. I love yeah. that. And the thing about it, we used to watch that get on the on the bus on the way playing football games too. So uh, I watched it a few times. But I, I really love that movie. Like the program was definitely like a real good movie. It is. It's a great movie. It's it's definitely a uh, underrated gem because I really thought that was a good yeah. movie. Really good movie. Yeah. Awesome. Um. What about favorite sports book? You got you have a favorite sports book? Do you read? My favorite sports book? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say when I think of a sports book, I like I have I have a book that I've been reading 
like for like multiple times. I'm starting to try to really get it. Is winning by Tim Grover. Okay, um, yeah. Yeah, he's the he's he was the trainer for Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant and other players, but primarily them. Okay. Um so that that's the book that sticks out to me right now. Um that's an excellent book. It's really, really intense, but I can uh, it helps you understand the psyche of winning. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. people look at winning as this thing that feels good and everything, and and winning is very hard. It's yeah. very, very hard to win. It's very, 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 very hard to win multiple times. It's not an accident. It's not a fluke. It's not something that just happens. You have to create that, and that book really uh, illuminates that. And it's just good to see, um, you know, the psychology of, you know, high-performing athletes. So I, w- I would say that one would be the book that I, I would suggest. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that's awesome. Well, Sam, thank you so much for coming on to the Matthew Paris Show. I appreciate it. Uh, Before we leave, though, make sure we hit the subscribe button right down there in that corner. It's always a great time here on the Matthew Paris Show. We talk sports. We talk sports news. I have great guests like Sam Black that just came on, and and we had a great time. Uh, Anything you want to add, Sam, before we go? Yeah, make sure you hit the like button because that's what helped the small channels do big. Absolutely. Things hit the like button as well as decision sports, B I Z N E S S decision sports. Um, well, I talk a lot of the uh, Bay area sports cause you know, in Oakland, we call it town business. So it's like business decision sports. So I talk a lot about the Bay area sports, of course, the warriors and, and all the other teams too. So, um, and, and, and I've just, uh, uh, linked up with the Let's Talk Sports too, so you probably you guys will probably see a little bit more of me, and hopefully you guys can come on my game show. I have a game show too uh, called The Clinic, so look out for that on on oh, this that game too. show. Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna do that here probably next week, so um, look out for that too with this ne- uh, with this network. So support the Let's Talk Sports Network network and the Matthew Paris Show. Please. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. I appreciate that. Thanks for coming on again. Uh, yes, everybody else, have a great uh, have a great weekend. Have a great time. Be safe, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Yep.